Remember, you can support this podcast directly by visiting patreon.com slash capfsports. Also, join in the conversation by hitting us up on the Cap F Sports hotline at 847-665-9238. This is sports. 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 The capital F. This is sports with a capital F. This is sports. This is sports with a capital F. F. I am Graham and he is Flea. It's the sports with a capital F podcast. Bang, bang. Or maybe I shouldn't be putting up the finger guns because in this day and era, guns on the interwebs are a bad idea. So yep, you just these got are just us play guns. From you, you just got us pulled from YouTube with those fingers, sir. It's not a That's, great way to start they, the podcast. How are you? I'm doing well, and just hanging in there, watching the March Madness. Shouts out to Loyola, the fucking Ramblers. Oh, excuse me, the Ramblers. Out <laughs> <laughs> of Rogers Park, everybody knows who they are, who listens to this podcast, hopefully. You would think so, but still, um, you know, for those who don't, there's a college in Chicago called Loyola that's in Rogers Park, which is our old stomping grounds, and uh, we're pretty excited for them. And I think that that's part of the magic of March Madness is that if you don't watch a whole lot of regular season college basketball, you can still pick a pony and enjoy the race that is March Madness. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's like a, it's like a grab bag of teams, and and I got you just, it's I love the March Madness because you got teams like South Dakota State that aren't like powerhouse division one teams that get an opportunity such as Loyola Chicago yeah. who won today, who won today against a powerhouse team. I picked them to win cause I pick winners all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I pick winners all the time. My brackets, uh, th- three of my seven brackets right now are perfect. Uh, three of seven. So. Yeah. That's an, inter- <laughs> that's another interesting thing about March madness is that it, it also includes the, uh, <laughs> What the futility of playing the lottery with all the excitement of watching college basketball. It is good. Yeah, no, it's like playing Keno, you know, yeah. but except with that each number is a uh, is a team. So it's pretty exciting. I like it. I'm excited for it. It is know, a good and- time. I, I think part of March Madness's success, though, and I, I think this is a thing that the NCAA did quite uh, adeptly was that you put March Madness in March because you're in this lull between the two big seasons and the NBA playoffs. So I pretty much watch football and baseball. So somewhere in March, they're like, Hey, you know, you got a while before you're going to be really excited about sports. And then that sport is baseball. Well, and you kind of have to, if sink it's, into baseball. if it's people like you, but people like me are excited for the kickoff of the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which should just start in the beginning of March as well. I can't uh, believe you would root for a disease as horrible as MLS. Isn't that what killed Lou Gehrig? Uh, I, is that multiscoliosis or something? Is that what you're getting at? Or I, thought, I don't know. No, I thought that's what you were talking Whatever you're talking about sounds like some kind of disease. Major league soccer. Because everything we do in America is major. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I, uh, okay. Go fire. I, do I mean, my jersey has... Quaker State guy on it. What other sport is going to allow me to wear this Quaker State guy on my shirt? 
and be acceptable. Do you worry that at some point um, American football teams will start being associated with like a household product or an airline? Because I notice when I see soccer players, all soccer teams have like advertisements on the front of their jersey as opposed to like a logo for the team. And uh, well, I mean, it, it's money. I mean, but you look at if you look at some soccer football players who play internationally, at least uh, they're getting paid. Like, and if and if and I think if NFL athletes want to make that next level money, that's what you're gonna have to do. I mean that. You know how much money you get if somebody puts the jersey on a Steeler? I, I wouldn't buy it for the NFL per se because I just like the number on my jersey. I know it's right. all I want, but uh, that's if you want to make the money because I know some cats in, in soccer are signing $300 million contracts. Right, but I just that's don't ridiculous. know that. Well, it, so they're signing those contracts, but I just don't know how much. I, are like, do we not see enough advertisements? Do we need the entire team also covered in commercials, and the walls are covered in commercials? And then whenever well, there's soccer's a break, not like whenever there's a break in the soccer action, doesn't have timeouts show... though. Soccer doesn't oh, have oh, so they don't do commercial big breaks TV as well. Commercial breaks so, or any of that, huh? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? It's just the forty-five minute straights wow. in a period and a half. Okay. So, yeah, I could see enough that. of soccer though. Yeah, no, yeah, I, no, no, I know you don't want to talk about soccer. On. But yeah, I did want to touch on the uh, NCAA thing, though. Uh, do you because th- I'm not going to go super in depth into it and people are welcome to look it up. But anybody who's been paying attention knows that uh, NCAA basketball now is under investigation by the FBI for doing, you know, things we kind of always assume they did, like underhanded recruiting tactics and pocketing big sneaker contracts it's definitely time to pay college athletes, right? I mean, it's beginning oh, to the point yeah, where definitely. it's so abs- they make such an absurd amount of money, football and basketball, and they're so underhanded with the rules. But then they'll they'll like punish, they'll vacate Ohio State's bowl games or whatever because two kids got a free haircut. But the meanwhile, the university made millions and millions of dollars on their own on their image. Oh, you gotta pay. You gotta pay the players. Uh, once again, I mean, if you talk about March Madness, it's a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, it's as crazy. It's it's. I mean, a lot of people. There's a lot of money that's thrown into this time of year for college, and none of the players get paid. But it's also funny if you look at it. There's only one team that's in in the scandal. I think that's being investigated. That's in the tournament right now. So. <laughs> I mean, and they're, they're favored to win. I mean, they can Arizona and I live in Arizona, so I'm all for the crookedness of the state uh, coming from Illinois, another crooked state. Um, no, Illinois is all above board, buddy. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you got to pay the players. I mean, you you have to I mean, and I don't know how you have to work it out. Like, I don't know if it's a salary job or or they get some kind of like kickback at yeah, the end of the or, season. Yeah, or, or a stipend or them. they get some kind of money after they graduate or something like that or after they mm-hmm. leave the school. Yeah. I don't know exactly or, how you do it, but they sh- and you know, part of the problem is uh, not to cut you off, but part of the problem is that Title IX I think makes it so that if you pay any college athlete, you would have to pay all of them equally. But I'm like, so a school like Alabama probably could afford to pay all the college athletes an equal amount of like, you know, at least enough money to live on and then stop preventing them as athletes from profiting on their own 
personal image. Who was the guy who the kicker was that FSU's kicker that had a YouTube channel and the, I can't remember what school he went to, but there was a kid, he had a YouTube channel where he taught like kicking tutorials. I guess I'm saying like, but he taught kicking tutorials online and the school told him he couldn't play football and make any money on the internet. So he quit school because he was making money well, doing the YouTube videos, but not making any money playing for that school that has billions of dollars, but told him you can't make any money while you're in college. It's like telling a college student, you can't have a job while you're in college. Well, yeah, no. And, and like I said, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know the fine print. You always have to look at what a student athlete signs up for when like, just like when you sign a contract, you know, like you go play in San Antonio, the Spurs, you know you have a different attitude, you know, like, so I, I don't know, you know, what the understanding and agreement is. I, I mean, I don't really care. I'm one of those people. I really don't care what you do in your free time as long as you perform. And absolutely. And, and if you perform and if, 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 a, if a, what's it called, a, a, a booster or whatever wants to come and give you a, a check for $10,000 because you played a good game. What's wrong yeah, with that? Who's, yeah, who, why why should that and why should that be being investigated so closely? And I then like I, I think give, Oh good. I give a homeless man 10 cents for a good time, let alone if you play a good basketball <laughs> game on a college level, you deserve you deserve Are you really out here giving the disenfranchised dimes. I mean, whatever I got in my pocket at the time, but if it's a good sign, <laughs> if it's a good sign, if it's what a good it, sign, I give. You're like, and I saw this young urchin and I flipped a dime into his tin cup. <laughs> hey, I mean, anything helps. Yeah. Anything it, helps. That You know, I think I'm in just some th- respects that statement, I, I think in some respects that's kind of a lie, that statement. We don't have to get too bogged down in that, but I do think that, that <laughs> every little bit helps. No, like a certain amount helps, you know? Yeah. Well, panhandlers make a lot of money. I mean, well, the good ones do. The ones with good signs probably make a lot of money. So, uh, no, I agree, and I agree with paying for entertainment, which is why I think that if people enjoy entertainment, they should be willing to pay a little something. And you know, actually, if you enjoy the sports of the Capital F podcast, you can visit Patreon.com/slash/CapFSports and flip a dime into my tin cup. Sorry, I digress. Valid there, point. But, Valid point. So that is a good. Hey, that was a good. Sh- that was a good shameless plug right there. I like I'm it. You're getting saying, good at you this. You gotta squeeze them in there. Yeah. I am. I've improved. I've improved since episode one. I am a 33 now, year old prodigy. Yeah, you got it. But you got to play. You got to play. Pay these athletes. I mean, there's a difference of level course. though because like college baseball, which it's not that popular. It's it, and what are these athletes are not going to get anything though, right? Like because I don't. I know you like baseball, but do you really watch college no, baseball? No, the answer to that question no. is no. I'll tell you what my requirements are for baseball. Actually, out here near where I live, they're going to be starting some independent league baseball, and I'm actually going to look into doing some live podcasts from there uh, this year. But my requirements for baseball to be entertaining, especially if it's something I'm going to go see live, is do you sell beer? That's number one. Do you use wooden bats is number two. And are the guys good enough yeah. to turn a double play? If you have all three of those things, I would be willing to pay a couple bucks to come see it happen. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like the metal bats either. That shit reminds me of T-ball. 
and that's skitty stuff. So that's why I, I stay away from the. No, it's very silly. Away. It's another thing yeah. that's really silly about college sports. That's it's like a weird thing where they're like some kind of strange yeah. fiefdom. You know, I understand it's to save money, but you're also not paying the athletes, and also you probably make a lot of money on your football team. Shit, nowadays really terrible football and basketball programs make money because they get fed to high-powered programs and then get a cut of the TV money. Like they use them to make a star team schedule softer and that school gets some money. But you know who doesn't get any of the money? The people getting brain damage and blowing out their knees and all that who are just kids, just students in college. Was there like a one and done thing for football? Like, how do players ever go do like one year in college football and go to the no, NFL? No, like, no, no. I think happen? you have to play at least three years of college football to play in the NFL. But that, but then they they want to tell people that they can't skip high school and you have to do one year in college to yep. go to the NBA. Yeah, that's silly. Well, that clearly has that's something silly. to do with all of this corruption in the NCAA when they changed the rule and made it so that you have to do one year in college. Of course, it's going to create like Yankees, Patriot style programs, especially programs that don't have to pay the students. You basically just set up a program and bribe enough people to come there until you've built a program where you're like, look, we consistently compete for national championships. We consistently make the tournament. We consistently go deep. We think you've got what it takes. This woman is a hooker. Take her back to your hotel room. I think that's probably, let me ask you this part of the, do you think, do you think that top academic schools actually try to sway really highly educated people with high test scores to come to their schools. Do you think this is something that goes on? Like a Harvard would want a really smart kid to come to the school. Not based on. on, uh, Well, actually I can speak to this a little bit, not because it's been any part of my experience, but from what I understand about how this system works is that there are actually like there's way more kids in the United States who have a 4.0 grade point average uh, than there are kids who are going to go play division one, like high level sports. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? So it's a much larger pool and those schools, I think in some respects occasionally compete for students, but generally they have a firewall set up and a lot of schools are like, we have to have this many of this kind of person and this many of this kind of person, this many of this. And we have to like accept all these applications and a certain number get rejected. And then academic scholarships, they kind of, you know, unless you're going to become the next Neil deGrasse Tyson, I don't think Cornell's going to come to your house and ask you to study astrophysics at their school because I just don't think they have any short people that want. To. It's like Harvard's at the Spelling Bee Championships. Like, hey, hey, my man's in 15 years. <laughs> you going to come yeah. over to Harvard, all right? <laughs> the we like Spelling Bee. <laughs> the Spelling Bee is the Dominican Republic, uh, like how the Dominican Republic is for Major League Baseball, but it's for Harvard uh, debaters. They're like, we, we think if you spell really well, you could become a master debater. All right. So yeah. I squeeze that yeah. in. Okay. <laughs> right. Speaking of Dominican baseball, though, which is a fun fact. So I went, when I went to Dominican and I watched how they played baseball, and this is why so many Dominicans are good, is that they use a like a broomstick-like object, broomstick. It's like about if, – if you're watching the video, it's about this big, like size of a quarter – and they flatten up a bottle top, 
and it becomes a saucer. And they throw this saucer and hit it with a broomstick. Jeez. And this and they hit and this, it, like pretty regularly. Yeah, and, I mean, it's not flying, but they, oh, they make contact. And I'm watching like little four year old kids, and I'm like, man, this is better than watching the Cubs play. And nothing <laughs> is better than watching the Cubs play. Listen, I wanted to talk uh, about baseball a little bit in this podcast because we're running up to baseball season, but I didn't want things to get, you know, less than civil. I didn't want to start talking about Cubs White Sox. But while we are, what's good. your prediction for the White Sox this season? What do you think? Uh, I think that will be um, – I mean, I think we – you never know with baseball. It's such a long season. We have a young team. I think that would definitely be in the hunt. When it comes to September, I think we'll be one of those teams that's in the, in the hunt to make the postseason. I think that – I mean, whether it's like we have to make the run – or something and get a wild card. I think we're going to be one of those teams. May, we not might not make it, but we'll be way better than we were last year. That's what I think. In yeah. the hunt. I don't know anything hunt. about what that team's done in an effort to uh, fall short this season, but I I think the Cubs have a legitimate shot at repeating. I I I'm my breath. I hold my breath with the U Darvish thing and his health, and there's some other adjustments that have been made. But I you know Ian Happ looks like he's going to be a great leadoff guy. Kyle Schwerber lost a bunch of weight. I just get a big shit-eating grin on my face when I think about the Chicago Cubs, because um, they're going to. What be about super the Yankees? Good. As much as I hate them, they've made, the Yankees and I don't even follow baseball that much. I follow ESPN. That helps me out a lot. But the Yankees have signed a couple of big name players this year, didn't they? And oh yeah, they I, have I, a big, I think yeah, they have yeah. a big one-two punch. They got Aaron Judge and uh stanton and they've improved their pitching staff even more than it already was it's the american league is going to be interesting i was going to say that that as a white Sox fan i would say don't go to the playoffs this year hope for another because whoever goes to the yep. playoffs this year is going to run across a couple of big jug juggernaut american league teams yeah no i mean all we have to do is beat out the, the twins and the tigers and I mean, those are always. I mean, I don't like that. I don't. I mean, whatever. Baseball's got a thousand games. We'll talk about this in twelve games. years. We'll talk about this in twelve years for 2018 postseason in no, baseball. I do agree. But there, was, there, was, there was a. Uh, there was one thing I did want to discuss about baseball before we take uh, before I unveil our new commercial break, but. Uh, <clears throat> they're they're enacting these new baseball rules at the uh, minor league level now, you know, all the ones they've been talking about, like a pitch clock and starting a runner at second base. Like if we have extra innings, they'll put a runner at second base. I did just want to ask you real quick before I went to commercial about what you think about those rule changes. Like they're, they're about to have them in the minors. What do you think about them? If they were to somehow radically change major league baseball to include a lot of these weird rules. And I have a good comparison for the second base rule. It's like college football. When you get into overtime, they start you at the 20-yard line. Is that what they do, right? Or something like that? Yeah, but it's baseball. Uh, it's not college football. Baseball no, has been played the but same that gives way. You, but, that's, or... that's, but that's putting you in a red zone, which is scoring position. Yeah. That's putting you right there like you have <clears throat> score or go home. Yeah. And I, I, I hate that because it's it, – because you can score three points and then the other and, and then the other team can miss a field goal. Like it's it's kind of stupid. Like you know, no, I, think I don't it's think stupid. anybody's I, really figured out overtime in football. But it definitely shouldn't come to baseball. Um, I I I like the pitch clock thing, but I don't. I mean, 
it, how, how what's the what's the timer is it like yeah, it's like 20 yeah it's like 20 something seconds and i and there's actually technically already a rule just to play devil's advocate because i don't like it i don't think there should be a clock running at a baseball game because when you're at a baseball game there should be no clock running because you just you're not going home until the game is over and the game isn't decided by time but the pitch clock hey, you ever play you ever play poker or watch the world series of poker and watch somebody go all in and then watch somebody for five minutes sit there and, and wait to call and they say call time it gives you 30 seconds to think and i like that i in, in a poker game i like that because like yeah my man's like yeah, yeah you, you do don't have all day here. to make your decision yeah 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 i get it like this is not a time game but yo like i my man my man's get it in now or leave you know like well and that's the re- uh, see that's the reality about the pitch clock though is that there's already a rule in baseball where technically you're supposed to there shouldn't be 12 there shouldn't be more than 12 seconds between when the catcher when the pitcher gets the ball and he delivers his next pitch and even pitchers who take a really long time tend to only take about 18 seconds, 20 seconds. And that's an eternity in a baseball game because I'm not, I'm not sitting here acting like a baseball game doesn't take forever to get, get it through. But if you like baseball, that's part of it. And some pitchers will slow the tempo of the game down by holding that ball for a little bit longer. So the pitch clock isn't probably actually going to affect the game because most pitching happens yeah, in yeah. the parameters of the existing time. But what it's going to do is now there's going to be a clock running at baseball. Like it was already working, but now if I go to a baseball game, there's going to be a clock running. And yeah. that's not, but that's yeah, not no, what I, baseball's about, sir. That's just not, I just don't feel like that's what baseball's about. No, no, I, I, I don't. I, you're correct. I don't. As much as as slow as baseball can be, I mean, that's what baseball is. It's slow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not. Yeah, it's slow. Like I don't. I don't. Whatever, man. Like I said, you know, it's when I'm watching a baseball game, I know I'm wasting a good chunk of my life. So <laughs> I, I don't. I, <laughs> well, I mean, nothing beats watching I, watching 120 minutes of soccer when the score is zero to zero at the end. It's 90 minutes of soccer. Yeah, but uh, what about stoppage time? How does that work? Isn't that pretty arbitrary, how stoppage time it's works? Up to, it's up to the ref's discretion. But like I said, I mean, it can be up to like five minutes. So, it's, I mean, it's 50 minutes continuous. Like I said, but that's soccer. That, and we're talking about soccer, <clears throat> which is a time sport, which is baseball versus baseball, which which we, we kind of had our conversation before, fat, lazy people play Um it's not are time, you, and that's why they play. Are you seeing me from a bad camera angle? Because I feel like you've called me fat and lazy several times. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I <laughs> no, feel I'm like not maybe calling you because your you don't view play baseball. of me is like an image of it. Oh, you mean play? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, meant watch. Yeah. You I was don't like, play baseball. Everybody yeah, who yeah. watches soccer is an athletic. I've seen soccer hooligans. They're athletic because they fight. And yeah. and if you have been in the ring for two minutes, uh, shouts out to the fat Jew because we did two minutes before in the ring and we both almost died of exhaustion. I believe. <laughs> All right. Well, look, out. actually, hold on. So if we're going to get this in, we need to do a quick commercial break and then we'll come back with a power rankings. All right. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Jack Kanoff. And I'm here today to bring you an important message from the Major League Baseball Pitchers Relief Fund. For several months out of every year, Major League pitchers are forced onto a dirt mound 
and made to throw balls over and over. These pitchers only receive millions, and others even less. All this for our entertainment. Help us, help them avoid playing a children's game too much. We are teaming up with gutless managers like Dave Roberts, who saved Rich Hill from finger blisters by pulling him six outs from a perfect game. It's only by the efforts of heroes like this we will prevent any of today's pitchers from becoming the next Nolan Ryan. Thank you, and please donate to the Major League Baseball Pitchers Relief Fund today. Oh, let me tell you my Cub shirt story. No, um, yeah, let me tell you the story right quick. It's kind of hilarious. So I, I was doing, you know, so my girlfriend's pregnant, you know, having a baby. So I try to help out, do her laundry for her, stuff like that. And I'm going through the laundry and I find a Cubs t-shirt. So my, my first reaction is, holy yo, shit, who, Graham's who, been at my house. Yo, yeah, yeah. Gra <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, hey, I like I don't like this motherfucker putting his feet yeah. up on my shirt. Graham rode a moped all the way over here and put this shirt in my laundry basket. Yeah, so I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, so I go in the room and I I call. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, fair enough, you know me. Like, this is. And she's like, I don't know where I got shirt in your house. You're not uh, wrong about. No, that. never, no, never. There'll never be a Cubs shirt in my house. Uh, and she knows that now. Um, but anyway, so I I. You know, whatever, you know, like I call her out on it, you know, and I was like, whatever, man, I'm throwing this shit away. She's like, don't throw it away or whatever. She's like, but I threw it away. But I threw it in the garbage can in the laundry room and later I had to paint paint one of the walls. And I was like, man, I need something to wipe my paintbrush off with. Oh, I got this perfect cub shirt. So I use this cub shirt. I mean, I know. Don't. It's OK. No, no, no. Just, Go ahead. It's, Continue. I use this cub shirt and whatever, you know. Then I throw it back in the garbage. Actually, the garbage out, throw the garbage out. You know, because I don't take nothing of this Cub shirt. I don't care. She doesn't know where it came from. So I get a message. I get like a couple weeks later, she messaged me like, do you know what that Cub shirt is? It's so-and-so, my friend's boyfriend's shirt. And I used it when I stayed at their house. And I was like, oh, I have no idea where your Cub shirt is. But you should have <laughs> never brought it in the house in the first place. Nah. Uh, so to this day, I, I continue to lie. And now, Rachel, if you listen to this podcast, then you called me up in my lie, and this is only going to motivate you to listen to this podcast. Yeah, so, she's not listening. Uh, no, nobody's with us at this nope. point. <laughs> at this point, nope, she's done. She's so busy, that cup she's busy wearing. Uh, she's busy wearing other people's cup shirts to your house. Listen, I I'm not going to react unfavorably to how you handled that. That's your household, sir. You are a White Sox fan. That's why we fuck with each other because. I wouldn't have a white sock sh shirt in my house and you wouldn't have a cub shirt in your house. It's respect. It's yeah. a respect issue. Yeah, no, yeah, no, we discussed this and yeah. she knows it. And There's nothing wrong yeah, with that, but I'm not against you like, oh, you threw away a cub shirt. Well, that cub shirt shouldn't have got caught hanging out in your house. That's how I look at it. <laughs> you know, you're a fair man. You're not so bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so bad. Yeah. I, I know, it's like a I, blood going into a crip neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think that this all of this is ridiculous, and I hope one day when the White Sox move out of Chicago, we can all just meet back under the Cubs flag. But, uh, oh, well. you know, oh, well. I do feel People that way pot. about it. I do that shirt straight off the path. 
Go Chicago Fire. Go Chicago Bulls at tank in the rest of the season. I hope All we get right. the number one draft pick. It won't make uh, <laughs> none of that will make a difference. But that's a conversation for another podcast. We've talked about a lot of basketball. I think now is the perfect time for a power ranking. And now the cap F Sports Power Rankings. <laughs> All right. This episode's power rankings that we must get through. I don't know. Do we must get through? I think we've done pretty good, even though we went long. Uh, but let's not push no, it. No, we got to do a power rankings. Power rankings for this episode. <clears throat> Treason. Conspiracy. And, Ooh, and fiend. Like fiend. Okay. Well, like I said, you have to conspire to commit treason, so... That would be number one. Like that would that would be. A, I, I wouldn't say that's number one. Fiend for what? Fiend for this podcast. If you're fiending to listen to Cap F podcast, that's definitely a priority, and I'll put that at the top of the, uh, the list. If you're fiending for bad drugs such as meth, I think you should see Kelp, and that's at the bottom. Um, Do you think you're people conspiring for meth responsibly? Like you know how sometimes you get off work and you're like, ah, oh, God, I need a beer, and you have a beer. Like, do you think that? There's some people who just, you know, a couple days a week get off work and they're like, ah, I got to tweak the fuck out. Uh, no, because you don't, I imagine if you're on meth, you don't tweak out a couple days a week. You keep <laughs> tweak out. <laughs> but, I, but that's what I'm saying. Do you think there's people who can responsibly, do you think there's people who could responsibly tweak out? No. No, I don't believe no. so either. Um, but yes, yeah, so. No. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I guess Fiend is at the bottom. Fiend's at this bottom. Um, Generally. I was yeah. going to say, too, if you consider the word fiend in the way, you know, like a villain, like he's fiendish, really, you have to be fiendish to conspire to commit treason, which is actually sort of something that you usually do without uh, organizing them as to, like, put them in a sentence. But that was how I thought when this one came up. Yeah, no, that works too. I mean, I mean, they all fit pretty well with being pretty corrupt and dirty. Yeah, but tre <laughs> treason, though, I think could be moved up the list because it depends, right? If you're a member of a country's intelligence community and you know your leader's insane and he's going to launch a nuclear war that kills everyone on Earth and you tell another – like you commit treason and tell another country that it's going to happen – that pretty much benefits everybody. In that case, treason is probably pretty solid. Yeah, or unless you're doing some dirty shit and you're snitching and you're cold snitching and you're like, yo, yo, my man's America. We keep our bombs over there. Yeah. Uh, no, come that's and true. get them. That's true. <laughs> that's me. But if you, so. but if as Americans, if a Russian was like, hey, there's the bombs are over here and the bombs are over here, he's committing treason against Russia, but we benefit from it. So I think it treason no, depends on your perspective. Hey, the grass is always greener on the other side, my friend. It's good call. Uh, yeah. You can be fiending for meth, or you can be fiending for titties. It's it's two different. I'm, two I'm, very different things. Well, I mean, think of the availability. You can't. That's probably you know that's probably why you see less street perverts these days. Because if you were fiending for titties before the internet, and especially before smartphones, you were stroked. But now, if you're a fiend for titties, you can push a button on your phone. You can't push a button on your phone and be high on meth. 
Not yet, but I think I'm coming out with my new app. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I'm figuring this out. Yeah, you plug it uh, into somehow, the back of your way. skull, you push a button, and all of a sudden you're tweaking on meth. Not meth necessarily, but it can be some kind of waves, some signals that just massage your brain. Well, I'll tell you what, you, let me you tell me when you figure out when I can push a button and have an LSD experience and then push another button and it ends. Like, so I can do it on my yeah, own. Well, I'll figure out a way to give you a seizure <laughs> through an app. And then we'll I've, never, I've never had an LSD experience, but I assume I would like to. And I also assume that I would like it to end at some point. I don't do drugs. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Sports of the Cavalier podcast. Everybody. I had fun this week, Gerald. It's been a while, man. That's yeah, good. You know, and, and hopefully my new schedule, I'll be able to be available at least once a week again. So, Of course. Well, you're always welcome, sir. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget that if you heard anything here that upset you or was something you might want to get involved with, hit us up on the Cap F Sports hotline at 847-665-9238. And uh, shout out to Flea's brother. I have his call and I will be taking it on Sunday. Uh, this weekend's podcast. We'll have Tony Wall on it for Pod Caviar. It's going to be great. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. General, you have a good evening. Hey, Chris Pierce, you better listen. All the way to the end. Good night, everyone. <laughs> this is sports with a capital F. This is sports. And, and, and. This is a capital. Mm.